Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here, January 2nd, 2024. Groundhog Day. I have yet to see the report from Punxsutawney Phil. Uh, I don't think he's a very good meteorologist anyway, but uh, made a great movie, didn't it? If you've not seen the movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, you have missed out. I might have to watch it this weekend. We'll see. So I greet you on a very foggy, pretty warm Friday morning in Iowa, in South Central Iowa. Uh, Last day of work this week. Uh, I have work scheduled through the entire month, which is great. Uh, Tonight is... The senior night for the basketball players, which my son is a senior. So it'll be an emotional day for old dad. Uh, He has played basketball since, organized basketball since third grade. So uh, life is about transitions, isn't it? I want to talk today, though. Let's, Let's get to our topic so I can get to my shower. I want to talk today about dealing with and understanding how radically different we see the world, we see reality, when we do take our spirituality seriously. Because when we take our spirituality seriously, our perspective, our understanding it all changes, as it should. I think that's, the, you know, that's sort of the, the purpose behind leading a spiritual life, is that you want to find something more substantial. And when I say real spirituality, I don't mean you know, becoming a fundamentalist person in a religion. A lot of fundamentalists will call themselves spiritual. Um, I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about finding out who you truly are, the inward journey, the journey through your shadow side, the journey to understand your own psyche, to understand your own being, to understand your own purpose, to understand your own place, not to understand a set of beliefs that someone else is telling you is right. When you take that journey, that that serious journey, you uncover a lot of things and you change a lot of things mainly how you see the world. Because, at least for me, what drove my spiritual journey was I didn't like the way the world was. I mean, I could tell that the way my life was, the way the world was, something was not right. There was something off in that. And that I wanted to find, and I ultimately did find, through circumstances uh, of life, I ultimately did find what I believe is at least a big clue to what the answer is. And of course, you know, that is that the reason we feel so dissatisfied in life (coughs) is because life, the way we have constructed it, the institutions, the uh, economics, 
These things can't satisfy what is truly spiritually in us. It can't fill that hole. Our belief systems in religion can't fill that hole. Our economic systems can't fill the hole. The hole, the angst, the, that nagging realization there's something more. Now here's what happens though. When you get to that realization that there's something more and you head down that path, and you actually, I have found, and I hope you have too, something more substantial. You, you then still have to deal, and I've talked about this before, but you still have to deal with and live in the world you're in. And that can cause a sort of, I don't want to use the word schizophrenia. I mean, that's, you know, that's a bit extreme. But it, it can really cause a, a sort of dualistic nature of things, a dualistic personality, a dualistic perception that is often hard to live with. Because here's what happens when you follow a sincere spiritual path. Uh, you become more sensitive. You become more intuitive. Uh, you become more aware. You're able to see the bigger picture. You're able to discern things on a much deeper level. And although those things are wonderful, and I would never trade any of those gifts uh, that I have found in my spiritual journey, they do make living in a world that is false um, pretty difficult at times. Because the world that we couldn't find anything in is still the, that same world. A world of ignorance, a world of misunderstanding, a world of misguided uh, belief systems, of economic systems that insist on there being haves and have-nots, on religious systems that, that believe uh, that their self-preservation has to do with a club mentality, who's in, who's out. And I am finding personally the further down this path I go, the more I have to work on employing, deploying things like empathy and sympathy and compassion and understanding. Because if I don't, I think that what can happen is there can be a disconnection that it's not helpful. In other words, you can become a spiritual being and just sort of unplug yourself from the world. But there are still people who love you in this world. There are still people who need you in this world. And what you don't want to do is become so disgusted with it that you sort of vacate because the world needs you. People need your empathy, your sympathy, your kindness. And I don't ever want to forget that a part of authentic spirituality is the understanding that we have a responsibility that goes with it. That's what I'm trying to say here, my friends. That 
you know, don't fall into the savior complex. But I will tell you that part of why I think, or, or, or part of what we have to do, let me say it that way, when we discover the fact we've been living in a false reality, when we begin to discover who we truly are, when we begin to live out of that authentic love that is a part of us, that is all of us ultimately, that there is a responsibility to inject what is positive, what is good, what is loving back into the world. Let me tell you a story. I had a dear friend, a mentor, very early on in my spiritual journey. Uh, her name was Joe. She was a drug and alcohol counselor who did wonderful things for me. And we became dear friends. She was my counselor. She then helped me in my education and gave me opportunity to to learn and to serve. And she passed away 24 years ago in the year 2000. And before she passed away, Joe was a very direct person. She said, Skip, what are you going to say at my funeral? She asked me to speak at her funeral. And I thought, I thought, and I said, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say what you did really well, my friend, was this. That once you found out who you really were, you turned around and you reached out for the next person. You, you used your authenticity. I didn't have these words at the time, but I do now. I used different words then, but the same sentiment. You used who you really are to help me. And you did so in a non-judgmental, compassionate way. And I, I often wonder what Joe would think of our modern world, that's for sure. She was, she was a very direct person, and I miss her very much. Um... But we have to use what we've discovered to use the person, to employ the person that we have become and are becoming back into the world. It's not easy. And, and here's, the, here's the catch. Uh, because I'm going to say this, it's going to sound crass. But there's a lot of jerks in the world. There's a lot of jerky stuff that goes on in the world. There's a lot of mean-spirited people. There's a lot of people who <coughs> are so uh, intractably caught in the false reality that they actively do harm to others. They say mean things. They, they um, convey um, awful sentiments. They're hurtful. Uh, they've learned to be that way. They're selfish. They're self-centered. And, you know, I suppose we can all be that way at times, but but people who aren't aware of some authentic spirituality become even more acute in those things because that's what they know. That's the reality we know is be a jerk. <laughs> Get your own. Uh, be right. Let everyone else be wrong. I have met some of the most devoutly religious people in the world who are the biggest jerks you'd ever meet because their religion was not about spirituality. 
It was about a reinforcement of the matrix, of the false reality, of the reality of right and wrong, the reality of good and bad, the reality of self-righteousness. I've met some people who you would think were, you know, not worth a dime, according to society, who would give you the shirt off their back because they're living out of some aspect of their own authenticity. So I wanted to give you this on a Friday. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to get angry. That's okay. Some things we need to get angry with. You're you're going to struggle to not live out of your egocentrism when you get angry. But ultimately, these emotions have to be turned into opportunities to reach behind us, like my friend Joe, and use our authenticity and our non-judgmental compassion to help people, to help people, to help the world be a better place. I know that sounds like a cliche, right? (laughs) But when you do smile at a stranger, when you do open a door, when you do reach out to help, it changes lots of things. It helps people realize that there's something more. Ultimately, friends, not only is our spirituality about us, it can't just be about us. Because if our spiritual journey is just about us, then it just becomes the ego's journey. And we've done that. We've been down that road. Our spiritual journey must be must have within it a component of service to the world. And that, my friends, is why I do this podcast every day. All right. Have a great Friday. Happy Groundhog Day. May spring come early. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.